your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Avalanche fans? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, and uh, he got a second test back. He is negative, so he is joining me today. He is Shaggy Van Doom, Mr. Kyle Sullivan. <laughs> Get the uniform on. Hurry up. Get the uniform on. Get out there. Uh, yeah, lots to talk about with this one. Uh, but before we get to all of that, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Obviously, it's always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, go to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show and subscribe to the show's YouTube channel over on YouTube. Avalanche, their five-game losing streak comes to an end. Uh, They surrender five to the Nashville Predators. There's a lot to talk about here. We're going to talk about the game itself. But I think we have to, have to, have to talk about everything that went down before the game started and at first we thought it was just nashville getting hit with the covid bug and uh they had six i think we even talked about this yesterday we, we knew yesterday yeah. they had yeah. six players and six staff members uh just going to the protocol not necessarily test positive and then you know nothing was canceled the avalanche traveled to Nashville. So you felt like, okay, this game is going to go on. Nashville can, can replace those players. And then it was just like pretty close to puck drop within hours of puck drop. We got note that Darcy Kemper was added to the list. Well, I should back up even before that because we, we found out that JT Comper and uh, Andre Burakovsky were added. After that, we got the Darcy Kemper. And then I was watching the game. And Mark Moser said, uh, by the way, you're not going to notice Kale McCarr out here because he was added as well. And then it's like, oh, my God. And then going back to the Nashville side, Dan Hynote was supposed to take over as head coach for this game because the Nashville head coach was out. He got added to the list as well. There's so many questions I have, and I, I don't even know which one to throw out there first. I Maybe the obvious. Should this game have been played? I'll make it short and sweet for you, my friend. The answer is <laughs> no. <laughs> I, All right, I, that is the short answer. Give me the long answer. I honestly had this feeling that we would be running into something like this when it came to the game against the Rangers when we were waiting on a referee to show up for his test results. And I was like, well, that's odd. I was like, you wouldn't think the NHL would schedule something or have the test come this close to interrupt a game. Fast forward to last night where (laughs) you thought the commercial free third period in the Ranger game was annoying. How about a player free entire game? (laughs) Um, It was absolutely ridiculous. Like that is one of those things that the NHL should take into consideration that this game should not have been played. And even if you're sitting in the locker room just waiting for positive or negative, that's not a place that the team needs to be. Mm. And well, 
and Peter Ball just uh, tweeted this out. He said in the uh, the post game press conference that Pablo Francois found out ninety minutes before puck drop that he was starting, which tells me Darcy Kemper was around everybody. So is this just the start of it? You probably better believe it. Um, and we'll get into maybe repercussions it has going forward, especially over the weekend. But you know, he he finds out ninety minutes before. Kale McCarr, I, I don't know the exact time frame when they found out with, you know, when they pulled Kale McCarr, he made the trip. So he's around those guys. The The NHL has stated that they're going to be releasing new, like, COVID measures and protocols that they're going to implement uh, early January. I have this suspicion that when we hear those, we're going to retroactively say, if those procedures had been in place during this game, this game would have never been played. But for some reason, it was right now. There is a, a, a rumor going around. Well, it wasn't a rumor. It was reported. And Elliot Friedman reported it, who's, you know, yeah, top of the line, yeah. um, that the, the Avalanche voted, had a team vote. They were given the opportunity by the league to not play this game and he reported and Peter Ball backed it up saying that, yes, there was a team vote and they voted to play. After the game was over, Peter Ball came out and said that Miko Rantanen in his postgame press conference said, that's not true. But the wording of it is weird. I, I yeah. kind of feel like 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 Miko Rantanen is like kind of saying he's kind of in a roundabout way saying we were going to play this game. We're not coming here to to play this game. He says there was no formal vote taken. So I do think the league came to them and said, do you guys want to play this game or not? It's up to you. And I don't think the Avalanche then did like a secret ballot and everybody wrote down their answer on a piece of paper. I think they all just looked at it either and said, yeah, we're here. We're playing. And I think that was the end of it. So yeah. you know, the reporting is it was this long like voting process. And it was in reality probably like, no, we're playing. I have a feeling it's one of those that when you have a meeting at work and they're like, does anybody have anything else they want to add? And there is something you yeah. want to add, but you really don't because you know the yeah. meeting's going to keep going. And I feel like <laughs> it's one of those that they're like, hey, guys, you really want to play this game? Like, who's the first person to say no or yes? Like, you know you're going to get 50-50 in the room and then you're going to have those guys dogging you either way. Don't politicize <laughs> right. the locker room. And I feel like it was like the first person to speak. Everybody's like, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's just, it. this is going on around the league now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still have Calgary flame players that are, I think they've added even a few more. I think they're up to now 17 or 18, including their head coach. It seems like Carolina has, they played a game, but now I'm hearing that there's a couple other guys that have tested positive as well. This is this is now you know going to bleed into the season. We 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 had we got off to a nice start to the NHL season, and now that you know the cold weather is coming around most of the the country, I think that's why you're starting to see and this new variant and all that fun stuff is uh, you know th that's why you're starting to see more positives, and it's a little surprising the league didn't didn't pull the plug at least on this one because it. It, it wasn't just one team 
that was suffering from it. It was both teams going into it and right up until puck drop. Even even having Jack Johnson didn't yeah. start the game, but he had one negative test in. He needed a second one. He got the second test and he came in. I mean, I think it was around like halfway through the first period. He suited up and got out there. That's you just can't. it's kind of just crazy. It's, it's a crazy and I get it. It's a crazy, you know, uh, season they're having right now. But is it worth it to go play this game? Go ahead. No, you can't tell me this is an official NHL game when the Avalanche suited up 11 forwards, five defensemen, and one goalie. Mm. Like, there's no Darcy Kemper, so it's Pavel Francouz and who? What happens? Your something e-bug. Ha- yeah, what, what do you do if uh, Frankie goes down? What if somebody sustained another? Sure. And, like, that's for both squads. Like, do you really want a division game in the NHL with 11, 10 forwards? And then say yes, mm. this will this this matters. No, keep the integrity of the game. And if you want to tell me the points matter, and you got to fight for everything, and the regular season actually matters, mm-hmm. make it matter and don't gimmick it like this. Like this this game should not have been played. And I mentioned in the last episode, this is going to be one of those games that we point back to. Um, win, lose, or draw, either side. They say if we had a full roster, we could have beat them by seven both sides could have had that argument yeah and still no cap relief for any of these teams going through which, which i can't wrap my head around whatsoever why you're going to penalize these teams for uh you know having some players that, that you're going to have to put on the protocol list and then not grant them cap relief because of it makes absolutely no sense and is that something that they're going to address in the new protocols if they don't, um, the the brass of the league is is not tuned in. I'm sorry, they're not tuned in. Oh, but don't worry, we got Gary Bettman for quite a long time. His words. Let's let's make that the last time you mention that on this show. I don't talk about that. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, there's been times where I've been a, a, a Gary Bettman supporter. There really has yeah. been. But I kind of jumped off that boat with the whole Chicago Blackhawks thing. And that press yep. conference that he put up was garbage. Yep. Absolute garbage. Yep. Uh, passing the buck on something like that is shameful. So uh, I, 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 I got off it, that ship. And you see that with how things are being handled even today. So, yeah. This yep. is what we call a pattern, folks. <laughs> uh-huh. So there was a game. Uh, did not get canceled, and they played it, and it was not good for the Colorado Avalanche. But should it have been? Should it have been better? We're going to talk about that. So let's hear from, who do we got first? Omaha Steaks. And the holidays are right around the corner, people, literally. And uh, if you haven't gotten your shopping done, I don't know what to tell you at this point. You're, you're going to have to go old school and go to a mall. You can't go uh, Amazon it right now. You might not get it. And for food, you're going to have to get on the ball if you want to get some Omaha steaks and get that. What is that package? The perfect gift package. You can go to omahasteaks.com right now. Enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons. You get chicken breasts, a bunch of sides, desserts, so much more. And when you use the code NHL, you'll also get eight additional 
Omaha Steaks Burgers for free with your order. And we've all heard reports of shortages and shipping delays, so you got to get on the ball right now if you want to get some awesome Omaha Steaks and Burgers on your table. Enter that promo code NHL. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword NHL. Also, BuiltBar.com. The holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. It's Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in 100% chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but at the same time, high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. And because it's the season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at the family table. I mean, Kyle's, yeah. I mean, there's going to be haymakers thrown like Curtis McDermott out there, maybe. I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, people, people, that's why he got into a fight the other day between him and Reeves because they were not agreeing on the Built Bar flavor. And it's Completely. mint chocolate every time. So, every time. Uh, but people are passionate about their fla- favorite flavor and they'll fight for it like McDermott and Reeves. It's, it's got it. I mean, peanut butter trumps them all, but I mean, the mint chocolate, I mean, it's worth a fight. Yeah. You, you come with the mint and the peanut butter is going to have some issues. Yeah. So, uh, go to built bar or even built.com. If you don't want to type in bar, just type built.com. Use the promo code locked 15 and get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code locked one five for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right, so the game itself, Avalanche lose it 5-2. to two. They gave you glimpses of like, eh, maybe they're going to get back in this thing, scoring a couple goals, but you, you, you didn't have a lot of faith based on how this game was going. You're down, like we said. You're, well, you're down Landeskog because of injury, mm-hmm. and then all the guys we listed, Comfer, uh, well, Taves is out too. Obviously, he's been out for a couple days now. Burakovsky. Uh, Burakovsky, Kemper. McCarr, you're, you're down a lot. You're, that's a lot of production for this team. But with the guys that they still had playing, you still have Rantanen, you still have McKinnon, you still have Kadri, you still have Nachuskin. You know, Newhook was starting to play better. You know, you, you still have enough guys where you should have played better. I'm not saying, like, win and, and have a blowout game. But should it have been more competitive on the avalanche side of things. Yes. Especially with the game that you got from Pavel Francouz. I thought he played exceptionally well. Uh, but you know, when you're giving up, when they give up almost 40 shots, let me say 35, it's tough. It's tough to, uh, you know, ask him to, to shut a team down. And on the other end with UC Soros for the predators being on top of his game, it was going to be a tough ask. Mm-hmm. I still thought they could have pulled it off based on on you know that top line being two thirds there. Uh, give me your thoughts on on the game, and then we'll talk about individuals. I honestly feel like it was one of those that we mentioned, like two of the hottest names. Well, three honestly with Taves, like Taves, Burakovsky, and Makar. They're the three hottest players on the team right now, and yeah. three players that are not on the ice, and y- you feel it. And like Kale Makar is that rudder on the defense. And you could see how the defense almost kind of slipped back to how they started the season, very lost, missed assignments, letting passes through. It was one of those that you kind of rolled your eyes like, oh, here we go again. Like the forwards were pushing. They were trying. 
but you always come under heavy criticism. Like when Miko Rantanen's on the ice, he's the highest paid player on the team. And you yep. always expect him to step up in these moments. And when they don't, it feels a little bit heavier. So you expected like your stars to step up and the defense to clean it up. And with the way Nashville was playing tonight with a little chip on their shoulder and UC Soros being just playing out of his mind, uh, everything was not in our favor tonight. And nine times out of 10, could we win this game? I don't know with the performances that we saw tonight on the ice. It was it, having as as many moves to the roster as they had, you know, minutes before the game started and, you know, jumbling everything up right before puck drop. Uh, you were expecting some like, you know, the cohesion issues to be there. You know what I mean? But, you know, these guys practice with each other day in and day out They're You know, we're, we're 30 games into the season. I thought going into the I thought as the game was going to progress that stuff would iron itself out but it lasted all game they just were were not not on the same page the uh you know the the defensive parents were obviously different so that was looking and, you know and you still had a young Justin Barron who who made a, a very questionable ill-timed shot that led to a um a, a predator's goal, but that goal was a very fluky goal that went off. You know, uh, uh, it was Gerard who who actually you know blocked the shot, but he blocked it right between Francois's five hole, like it, just stuff like that. Just you were not getting the bounces, you were not getting the puck luck. It was just one of those games, and it's just piled on top because of all the other stuff on the outside uh, that happened. So it's just one of the things you got to deal with every once in a while. And you, you're missing all those key players on the team. Play is not that great. And you are not helping yourself by any means by putting Nashville on a five-on-three and a power play every chance you could possibly get. In situations yeah. like this, when you're when injuries like when injuries are a problem with a team, you want to stay out of the box. When you know no relief is coming and Calvary is not coming, who's on the ice is who you have. You yeah. want to stay out of the box. You want to get out of that game clean and give yourself a fighting chance. And they were taking a lot of silly frustration out of position penalties and a way to make up for a bad break. And that is that is a death knell for a, a bad mm-hmm. hockey night. And, you, and, it, and it showed more than anything on the Avalanche power play. Mm-hmm. You know, just discombobulated. Oh, someone's coming downstairs. Hey, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> What's going on? You want to say hi to Kyle? We're doing a show right now. Say hi, hi. Kyle. <laughs> What's going on? Huh? Avalanche didn't play well, so you couldn't sleep either. I know. I know the feeling. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah. You want to say hi to everybody? No. 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 You got to go upstairs, though, babe. Go see, go see mommy. What's going on? Huh? Huh? Okay. Go on upstairs. She'll go get, she'll help you out. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, my daughter couldn't even sleep because they uh, didn't, didn't play so well. So, um, where are we? Oh, power play. We were talking about the power yeah. play. So, um, it was it was so evident on the power play. They they just had nothing going on that 
that drop back pass was a uh, a chore. Oh, <laughs> boy. Get anything going. And even when they got into the zone, they did have some pretty good looks on the, and even scored on a power. Would they score on a power play? Or, I know they wait a minute. Let me see. Yeah, they scored on a power play. And then the second one was seconds after it expired. Mm-hmm. So kind of like a one and a half power plays. Um, but it, it was it just ugly. That's all you can say about it. It was just ugly. They they could not get momentum going. Um, and I thought it would happen. I thought they'd be able to to smooth things out because they still had some really good talent. I I said to myself, this is a game Nathan McKinnon should take over. Yeah. You know, because you have a lot of guys out. So, you know, he can he can handle that extra weight on his shoulders. And with all the guys out on Nashville, he should be taking advantage of this. And 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 it just didn't happen. I'm not blaming him solely for that. You know, he did have an assist on the night, so he needed a point. But this, this is, you know, th- he's got to smell blood in the water when there's that many guys out in, on the opposing team and go for the throat. And it didn't happen for him. It didn't happen for anybody in the team. You also wonder if the lack of production individually – Again, I, I hate to bring it up, but like who voted where and who had a stance on playing or not and who just okay. was doing the bare minimum going through the game just to get yeah. out of the game, you you wonder. <laughs> so where is the uh, – so so Peter Ball, again, he, he's, he's tweeting these as a recording because this is like right after the game. Jared Bednar said there was an option not to play – but everyone was prepared to play. And this is a quote. I just went to our players and said, hey, what do you guys want to do? And that's the end of the tweet. So I think that's like what we're saying. He went in, said, hey, what do you guys want to do? And they kind of just looked at it. He's like, we're here. We're going to play. I, so I, I feel like I feel like it was everybody in their gear doing their pregame stuff, taping up their sticks. They walk in and right. they're like, hey. Uh, do you guys want to play this game? And then you look at yourself, you're like, I'm going to have to take all this tape back off. I'm going to have to get these skates back off. They're like, hey, we're already halfway here. And the guy the, fir- the guy who didn't chip, uh, chirp in first, I feel like they're just like, we could have not played tonight. I could have rested yeah. this knee I haven't told anybody about. Like, And then you get kind of mad and frustrated. And when a team right. goes up on you like that, you're like, oh, we shouldn't even been playing this game. Because what we're saying they're staying in that locker room too. Like we shouldn't even be out here. Nashville's having problems. Like this is ridiculous. They see what's going on in Montreal. There's no fans. Yeah, like, no fans there are, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> arenas are taking precautions that the leagues aren't. And you feel like you're a man on an island and you just get frustrated and you wonder if Nathan McKinnon not taking over was just the fact that he didn't even really want to be there in the first place that night. So here's um uh, very interesting comments from Adrian Dater of what uh, Jared Bednar said too. So let me let me get to bet online and then we'll talk about that of something that Jared Bednar is not happy about and it makes a lot of sense. But first, bet online. It's got you covered all season for more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before as the football season continues to march towards the playoffs. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, 
UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. That's betonline.ag. So Adrian Dater posting again uh, or tweeting. Jared Bednar is not happy with testing so late in the day. Uh, and this is a quote from Bednar. We're getting guys pulled out of our room 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock. We were still getting tests back at 6. Final tests were at 4.30. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're this is what we got. You're testing right up until a couple hours before puck drop, and then those results are getting back to you right before puck drop. Hence, uh, you know, with the the Kale McCarr situation, as far as I know, I mean, yeah. I, didn't, I, haven't, I didn't hear anything early in the day. Dater did report uh, that he heard McCarr was not going to play early in the day. And he didn't say anything because he wasn't sure if it was an injury or COVID related. And he was waiting on that. And he said, now I know what it is. But, you know, he's the only one that's really said anything like that. But Bednar has a point. Like, I mean... If you're going to test guys right up, you know, until like they're in the locker room, it seems like they're ready to go and they're getting tested. Why not test them during the game? <laughs> test them during intermissions. It's, it's no different. Like it, if they're there in the arena, uh, it, there's got to be a cutoff point. And well, and it seems like the cutoff point is before you go do your warmups. That was what I was just about to say. Wouldn't it make sense? I, I mean, I was homeschooled in Alabama, so maybe I'm just a moron here. But wouldn't it make <laughs> sense? Like, you don't get in the locker room until you get a test. Like, you come in yeah. in your suit, you swab, you sit in the chair. It's what you do. You just sit there, wait for your results. Sit there, wait. Okay, you're negative. Go in, get ready for the game. And then... Everybody that comes in, you know, okay, he's playing tonight, he's playing tonight. Oh, he didn't make it. But that right. way, you, it's not all the way through the day, and then, oh, we're still waiting on results. When they say that, it's because they didn't get a, a good test, and they're having to go back and get it all right. Yeah. Like, And then you're because polluting you're right. the locker room. You're right, because because why? if you're testing guys at, at 5.30 and 6 o'clock, I mean – how many times a day do they get tested? Do they just get tested once a day? They, I mean, is it a, is it a, a you get tested once in the morning, once in the afternoon? But you're right. Like, why why are they pulling if they're allowed in that locker room, and then you pull them and you test them and they're positive? How do you let the rest of that team go out there? Mm -hmm. You're in a locker room. You're in a confined space. This is not like. And when you see stuff like that, you you get worried for what's going to happen. This coming weekend and tomorrow, the abs don't play tomorrow and I'm going to be, you know, watching the, you know, these news feeds and these reports like a hawk because I'm not feeling very good that this is just the start of it for the abs. And this was know. the first instance that the abs were in this Calgary bubble, like the Nashville, like the COVID protocol thing wasn't really our problem it's just been injuries to this point and now we're on this who knows what happens between now and the tampa game is tampa now the new and they have half their team on covid protocol because this wasn't an issue until the nashville game and i think it was devin tay's first and you're like oh he's on covid protocol 
And then it started rolling and then kept rolling and kept going. Who's to say the next team up is not going to suffer the same? Like, yeah. And I feel like this, the testing has a lot to do with how it's been spreading with these, the late testing and the locker room, especially if you go back and watch uh, the bubble, uh, the quest for the cup on ESPN plus with how strict and methodical all the testing and how it was staged and, what you can and cannot do. And now it's kind of like the wild west and it's just make it up as you go. And the testing is very loose and Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like we take it a, um, a few steps back where we shouldn't. And I think we're putting ourselves in a bad position. Mm. And, and I should clarify too, like, you know, just because they're in the protocol does not mean they're positive. So they, they, they want to, you know, they're, they're pulling them because of, you know, even with Jack Johnson, I think, you know, they needed to do another test because it was inconclusive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're erring on the side of caution. If you have an inconclusive test, you're not going to play. Um, okay. So take that for what it's worth. But, you know, I, I kind of, I really never even thought about that because that's stuff that we don't know about. We don't, we don't know what time they're testing. So I like the fact that Jared Bednar just said that because now that kind of gives us a glimpse into like, kind of like the back channels of what's going on with testing and you're like, wow, they're tested. Like, it, I get the impression that they're they're just they're all suited up. Hey, Kale, uh, you're up. Go do a test. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to have to, but I will. Watch Bednar get fined because he. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. That's just another thing I'm going to be watching tomorrow. Uh huh. Was he not? What did did he let the cat out of the bag? There was he not supposed to say something like that? The new because I never heard of Demore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he he'll get fined what fifty thousand dollars because he said something he shouldn't have said. Well, you know, guys can lay out guys on the ice and two thousand five hundred dollars for that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Tomorrow is or today, depending when you're listening to this. Obviously, on on Friday is going to be a very very interesting day. Mm-hmm. for the abs and there's no game to be played so a lot of information getting from there you're going to be able to get tested and maybe some of these guys can test out maybe mccarr can you got time to test out so you're going to have him uh jt comfort you're going to have burkowski you're going to have kemper doesn't seem like you're because uh taves i believe did test positive I believe so, so. And, and and they said he is out till after christmas so we can kind of forget about him for another week plus uh, but those four guys have all have the potential to test out. If they do, it's, you know, this is just one game that we can just forget about. Um, it was ugly. And if they, you know, it, it's good that the Avs have a day off and this was not a back-to-back. Yeah. Very good. So we'll see. Overall, just forgettable. <laughs> this whole day was forgettable from all the stuff. And it was all late. I was so looking forward to another avalanche hockey game and here we go. And let's keep this winning streak going. And then uh, he's out, he's out, he's out and everything just falls apart. It honestly had, I felt like this in the second period, it felt like a preseason game. Yeah, it it, it really did. It was was, so discombobulated. It was just nothing. There was no cohesion. No, I agree with you. Trying to think, Um, you know, individually, they brought Jordan Gross up, did not play well. You know, it's his first game. Give him a little bit of a pass, but really bad penalties from him. Um, I think he had two penalties, just bad penalties by him. 
uh, who, I mean, hey, McDermott had almost 15 minutes of, of ice time. I, maybe this is he's turning the corner. I thought he played it. I, I feel like he's this is kind of what I want to see from him. He's not going to win you any games. We know that. But he took some shots again. He's I thought getting, he's mixing it up. I thought about you when he would skate into the into the shot or take a shot. I'm like, yeah. oh no, he's t- making a uh, making a turn, and Chris is going to hey. have to start saying something about the guy. Hey. <laughs> doing all right. So, um, <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think led the the game or the Avalanche in ice time? Uh, Sam Gerard, <laughs> Sammy J, thirty one and almost almost thirty two minutes of ice time. And that's not even looking at a stat. That's just looking at the game. I feel like his yeah. name was called 55 times. He was always out there. Uh, yeah. Nachuskin almost had 26 minutes of ice time. McCar or not McCar. Yeah. I wish McCar had 26 minutes. <laughs> uh, McKinnon, 26. So, you know, a lot of ice time going around. That is going to happen when you're down, guys. And, and you know, late in the day, you're, you're, you can't replace them. So, all right. Bad day all around to, to end the day anyway. Let's forget about it. And hopefully we have uh, as much of a full team minus Devontae's as possible going into the Lightning because, you know, that's a good team. You want to see what you can do against them as well. All right, my man. I think that's going to wrap it up for today. So, um, yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Can we just forget about this or is anything that that stood out to you, even on, on the ice, that you didn't like, even though they were down as many guys as they were? Let us know. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Go check out Locked On NHL. To make that your second listen of the day, get caught up on everything going on around the league, including this COVID stuff that seems to be rearing its ugly head yet again. He is Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli, and this is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today and all week, everybody. See you guys on Monday. Go, Abs, go.